go hold it. No matter how many times I do this, still gets like a little bit of butterflies. Why? Yeah, I don't know. That's cute. I feel like you know this is gonna get released like to everybody. <laughs> People, are gonna... yo, look at this stupid, ignorant motherfucker. Don't yeah. even know what he's talking about. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of vulnerability that goes into yeah, putting these out type of things, entertainment, music, yeah. all that stuff. I was just talking about the other day. Like um, every time I put out stuff that I feel proud of mm-hmm. for myself, when you got to share it with people, it's kind of like, ah, oh, <laughs> I hate it. You can ignore it. Thanks. Do you, do you get like imposter syndrome? I think that's the phrase for it. Imposter yeah. syndrome. Yeah, absolutely. Do you feel like you get that like a good amount? Because yeah. I feel like I get that all the time. <laughs> yeah. No, absolutely. I do. I feel like I try to work on it though. Mm-hmm. Um, just I, I, at least like reminding myself like, hey, you know, you are great. Yeah. Wake up in the morning and do your affirmations. <laughs> <laughs> it's on the mirror in your bathroom. You're like, you're like, I'm doing a great job. I am Parisi. <laughs> I am P. I am P. <laughs> but obviously, yeah, you're going to have your days where you're like, it's just kicking your ass. Yeah. So. <laughs> Can you give me two situations, not to put you on the spot, where it overcame you and you want them not doing what you wanted to do, and another situation where you were able to overcome it, and you're like, man, bump that. Like, I got this. Mm. Damn, I can't think of a situation off the top where it just didn't do it. Mm-hmm. I feel like most of the times I just kind of go for it, even though... Even if you feel like you're not right. I'm not, yeah, I'm not going to do a good job. Yeah. I feel like sometimes maybe like imposter syndrome when I'm like applying for jobs and stuff. Okay. I feel like, oh yeah, like I can't get this. Like there's no way, or I won't apply for that. Mm -hmm. I won't talk to that um, person for, to network or whatever. Um, So that, that definitely, I feel like those are my regrets. And then other times I feel like I try to kick it down every day yeah. <laughs> every day i'll be like i can't do this whatever never mind i'm gonna do it no uh-huh. like i have this mantra like i try to do something that scares me every year just mm-hmm. to like just to restore That's the good. feeling That's like good. yeah just to like like one year i went skydiving uh-huh. year, I, you went like, skydiving yeah oh my good for you <laughs> i, I could never i mean <laughs> <And> like <laughs> i thought they do the hard part for you like no, because the second you strapped in and you feel that dude behind you, like you're it's jumping, too late. You're Once you're in the air, it's like, uh-huh. damn, I gotta, I really gotta do this. Yeah, oh, but, no, I would back down. <laughs> what you gonna release the buckle no, on I, the plane? I'm just not gonna jump. Like, they force you. They they pretty much force you because oh. I, I feel like I was like seconds away from backing out. Yeah, and then because I put my hand on the like you're not supposed to like put your hand away from the straps. Like, yeah. So I, I touched it and he was oh. like. I was like, okay, just grabbed you. you got it. <laughs> and he just pushes you off. So that's at that point, you just wow. gotta go. Um, so yeah, I try to do something that scares me um, each each year, just so that um, I know that's like the scariest thing I could do for mm-hmm. the year, and then everything else feels easier. Easier. I'll, that's that's a good thing yeah, to live like by. That. Go on something really extreme, really difficult that you wouldn't see yourself doing, mm-hmm. just to make everything else seem ah oh, this is fucking yeah. light work this is a cakewalk yeah i jumped out of airplane this is nothing yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's insane do you feel any of that when you started up part of the city um kind of i think when i when i started thinking about it i was coming i was coming off of covid so i felt a little bit like oh i don't know what direction i want to go in and mm-hmm. now i'm confused but like i think what kind of motivated me to keep doing it is like with working with people and having people like 
encourage you and be like, oh, no, 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 like I can, I can help you out with that. Or like, yeah. I know somebody who can get you into that. And then it just keeps snowballing from there. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, you're like, oh, I'm putting together an event. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, I feel like I never, it never registers until it's like you're, you're actually there the day of, day of, and mm-hmm. you're like, oh, wait, this, this yeah, this did happen, <laughs> you know? So, um, I think that's kind of helpful too, because most of the time I don't even know what's going on. I'm just kind of like, all right, well, in order to get this done, let's start with this one thing mm-hmm. and ask someone if they know a guy in Rawway and whatever, and it, it literally just snowballed. So yeah, yeah. So it's about definitely who you know, and I know the backstory personally about how everything started because this is technically Heart of the City's third year. Yeah, but it wasn't always named Heart of the City. Yeah. So how did it all start? Um, so ironically, the heart of the city came about with like culture call Mm -hmm. in 2021. Um, we're working with, um, the city, they normally have an annual event called culture call. Mm -hmm. And I was like, no one ever goes to culture call. I never heard of it until (laughs) that year. It was crazy. As a Raleigh resident, like no one, and I'm like, if culture is involved here, like why, are we not involved? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that's what kind of sparked it. Cause I was like, well, if y'all going to do this thing, like make sure like we're actually involved in it. Um, so that's what it, I was kind of aiming for. And then I, um, it eventually met like someone else in the Raleigh rec center who was like, yeah, like you should have this in like its own platform. I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, you're right. All right, cool. That's and that initially what we wanted to do anyway. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, we, I would say we too, because I work with a lot of people. So I don't like saying like, I did this and mm-hmm. I did that because yeah. I feel like that's really selfish and um, that's not how it's run. So yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> a, I like it. I, I like it. The so the first year when it was still Culture Crawl, mm-hmm. a fashion show happened. Mm-hmm. Pretty dope. I, I was there. I, I, I loved it. It was pretty spectacular. Second year, now you're more behind the wheel and you're kind of steering the boat, if you will. Um, what made you want to transition over focused on music? Um, I mean, that's always been my wheelhouse. Like, even before <laughs> pre-COVID and uh, BC before COVID, <laughs> um, but but I was doing like music shows then, um, working with a lot, of, a lot of musicians. I had a platform where I was doing something similar, like interviewing artists in the mm-hmm. area. Um, and after a while, like I was like, I have like twenty artists on my belt. Like, why don't I just put a show together with all the people that I interviewed? And it would just be like random people I'm meeting along the way, or I'd just hit them up on Instagram and yeah. stuff like that. Um, and then I would have a gala where people had to dress up yeah. and like come to dinner and listen mm-hmm. to the people perform at um, like a, we had it at Mr. East back okay. in the day. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I would have been like twice. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. like Mr. East, I had like a plug in there too. So like okay. we had like tables and we had dinner. Um, it was like only $20. So okay, like, that's a good mean, night. Um, it was a nice night and you would just hear like some people perform who were interviewed at mm-hmm. the talent project. Yeah. Um, so then, I've, then COVID hit after I did that for two years. Um, so then I realized people wanted to do more outdoor activities, things like that. Mm-hmm. So um, I realized I eventually wanted to be or feel like a music festival with like other aspects with like art and design and, you know, things that like people want to uh, learn more about. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
yeah, that was eventually the vision of just needing the space, time, and opportunity. Yeah. Okay. So you said like you wanted to be a big music festival, which leads into my next question. Mm -hmm. Like, what do you have like as a big goal? Like, you want like a Coachella? Do you want it like a Roots? Like, is that um, the goal, or you got a different thing in mind? Um, I think right now and obviously the goal could change the target can change a little bit just because that's life but mm -hmm. i never imagined it it would be where it is now but um i think my goal right now is to kind of have that like hot rods and harley feel okay. where like we're downtown raleigh like a people... bunch of older men standing in the next cars <laughs> <laughs> close <laughs> a bunch of young people standing next to musicians a bunch of, yeah a bunch of young people standing next to vendors yeah. walking in and out of the streets mm -hmm. like um and doing that in raleigh where this that they claim it to be like a the cult the hub of like art yeah. and culture yeah um but having the opportunity for like other people from other towns to come to our town mm -hmm. and experience that themselves i feel like that's like the overall goal and yeah. it may not have to look like hot rides and harley but it'll eventually we don't want it to look like that yeah, we, don't want, have to we want it to be our own thing yeah own exactly thing. yeah mm -hmm. that's what's up i still remember the conversation we had uh in the waiting room where you were like yeah i want to do a festival and i want this and i want that and then you're like you want to be part of it and i'm like oh <laughs> shit yeah <laughs> like what's up <laughs> like th that conversation was dope so like i don't want to say i saw like the beginning because you probably already had those ideas running from the jump from when you probably did culture call you said you were envisioning this even before culture call and then you just ran into the right people mm -hmm. it's always about who you know and uh, this year, you took a different approach. You wanted a lot of people helping hands-on. So how has it been working with so many people to make, uh, I don't want to make your vision happen? Yeah. Um, it's definitely new. And I feel like there's always learning curves each year. It's mm -hmm. like, especially when you take on new tasks. Um, and this year, I did want it to be like bigger than myself and than myself to have other folks involved and them be able to express their interests in, in new ways. Um, but it's tough. Like I, I, I commend like folks who've been doing this in the industry for years and leading companies and mm -hmm. stuff. Cause there are a lot of people you gotta like keep an eye on. Yeah. Or, like you have a lot of people that you need to trust mm -hmm. who could like be your other set of eyes and yeah. do things like you. So that's like another thing that I'm learning. Like there, there's, there's like getting help and there's also people who like can see the vision like you do. And, um, that's how like those rankings and companies happen in but like yeah, you know they, course, they end up course, having yeah. like the same vision so you can trust that but nonetheless i think it's pretty, it's pretty cool just to see like other people's perspectives and um at least good learning for me to know how to like operate in a bigger group so mm -hmm. yeah okay that's what's up and this year we have the theme of unity yeah yeah okay <laughs> more about that how we're going to implement this into the heart of the city um yeah i i think it's at least in my head, I always feel like it's good to instill um, something in people's heads before they get there to kind of set the tone for an event. Mm -hmm. um, like subconsciously, right? Like people may like they see it and be like, oh, yeah, the, but they'll know unity is a thing that they just keep seeing over and over again. Yeah. But they'll go into the event with that mindset, like not even un like being verbally saying it anywhere they go, but they'll mm -hmm. subconsciously remember it mm -hmm. and and without even um, doing it themselves they'll just know like all right this is how i have to behave here or, you know what yeah. i mean like, i just want to establish a tone each year yeah so people you know know what to expect when they go in there mm -hmm. so if unity is a theme last year home was a theme last year mm -hmm. and i'm hoping each year there's going to be a different theme where you can apply that um in different ways that's what's okay. up 
I gotta say last year, like it was working it, you kinda don't really realize in the moment like everything that's going down, how dope it is and stuff like that. But the second you're out of it, you're like, yo, this happened, this happened. And somebody reminds you like, oh, yo, this happened too. And it's just so dope just to get to experience and be a part of it. What was your favorite part from last year? <laughs> if we're being honest, I don't remember anything. <laughs> that, that's what I'm saying, right? It was a blur. <laughs> it's not to say I don't value it mm-hmm. either. It was, just a, it was just a lot going on. It went fast. Yeah, and I just saw it as like, all right, it's, are things on schedule? Or like, are, are people doing their thing? Like, on this section, how are, like, oh, the speakers aren't, okay, the speakers don't work, okay, like, gotta run here, gotta run there. Someone wants to say hi. Oh, it's my birthday. Like, I just, like, It was <laughs> your birthday during that time. There <laughs> <laughs> was just a lot going on. Yeah. And I, um, I feel like it was just, it's, it's tough to register at in the moment. But I, I did, like, hearing the, the, the event and perspective from other people mm-hmm. afterwards, like, People would come up to me like, oh, my God, I saw so-and-so. I haven't seen him in 10 years. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I haven't seen him since high school. Or, like, mm-hmm. I reunited with somebody and uh, that made me so happy. And I was like, wow, like, I, I didn't even see that. I yeah. didn't see that happen. <laughs> I'm glad you guys got the opportunity yeah. to, like, meet up. And that's another thing about the event that makes me happy is, like, seeing different worlds collide and seeing how new uh, people meet each other um, mm-hmm. from di- my different worlds and, like, come mm-hmm. together in this way. Because I think it's so silly. Like, <laughs> at least in my head, I'm like, I know this person from doing this and then um, they come together and seeing how their personalities mesh um, but I don't know I think I think it's pretty cool from that perspective just hearing what other people think about it mm-hmm. oh, oh yeah any like big hiccups or anything like that last year um, I feel like there always is gonna be like some hiccups because mm-hmm. you never can anticipate everything oh, right boy. like it always like something new last year was like audio we had issues with audio and mm-hmm. um learning from that um and another thing too i uh, like keeping things at a certain t- like time pace because time is money literally in this sense so like yeah. last year we were renting speakers and we went over an hour mm-hmm. so like i told this story before to you guys yeah. but um we are <laughs> Meanwhile, like everyone's having a good time because the DJ was on the set. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like electric sliding, da da da. And in the corner now, I'm negotiating with the speaker people to like give me, me an extra hour. hour. Yeah. I'm on the phone with a speaker guy. He's like, nah, we gotta take this shit down mm-hmm. right now. And I'm like, well, it's plugged in right now. So and I'm looking around. Everyone's enjoying themselves, like hitting the floor. Like, Yo, do you like, not see this? <laughs> like, bro, get out of my face. <laughs> so I'm like, All right, I'm gonna send you the money right now. Like, yeah. so I sent him like 150 just for like to, to keep everyone like happy and yeah. enjoying themselves because mm-hmm. like i'm not gonna shut down right now when mm-hmm. everyone's like literally just on the dance floor and yeah. having fun so um i think that's another thing that like i feel like a lot of other bigger festivals run into especially of going course time or yeah working their with curfew whatever. i mean oh, i mean look at what happened recently one of the biggest things with uh frank ocean mm-hmm. they all they happen to everybody uh, anybody yeah. it's just yeah. being humble about yeah. it and stuff like that and you just never know. going with emotion exactly you, know? you never know what's gonna happen yeah. like artists could do something like that and yeah like, i did not plan for uh-huh. frank ocean it's to... like man can you just be here <laughs> <laughs> just say <it>, please yeah. <laughs> so yeah so things like that mm-hmm. i feel like it's always a, always a hiccup but speaking of the artist, right? Mm-hmm. So I, as you know, we've interviewed the artist and music is amazing. Last year was amazing. This year, not to blow up last year's, but this year I feel like, God damn, like, mm-hmm. yo, we got a lineup. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. How do you feel about this lineup compared to the other one? Yeah, no, I'm excited for this year. 
<laughs> we'll wait, we'll wait, we'll wait. That's crazy. So uh, go ahead. Machatea, my Jimmy. They love doing that. Um, uh, I'm excited for this year's lineup. I feel like a part of like a goal of mine every year is to um, discover new talent. Like I still like I still be on the streets scouting and at different shows and mm-hmm. stuff. People are always joking. This is side and aside, but people are always joking saying I'm outside. I'm like, no, I'm literally just out here <laughs> looking for people. This like, is work. <laughs> I may look like I'm enjoying myself, I'm en- but I'm working right now. <laughs> Don't you not see my notebook right next to me? <laughs> I'll be on like shows or listening to DJs. I'm like, yeah, he's good or like, you know, mm-hmm. things like that. So I hope like each year it levels up in that way where like I can network with new people and bring different folks from different areas. Like I love Broadway and we're going to always bring people from the area here too. But I want them to have the opportunity to meet some folks from other places. Uh-huh. I want them to have the opportunity to meet folks from other places too. Mm-hmm. So we can be like one big yeah. artist community. Mm. You got any more questions about Heart of the City? No. no. So, Paris, mm-hmm. tell us more about you now. Okay. The mind behind Heart of the City. <laughs> um. Wow. Where do I start? I didn't expect that question. All right. Where are you from? I'm. The question's always hard. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you don't know where you're from? Uh, <laughs> What's yeah. the issue? Yeah, why is it so hard about it? <laughs> it's always complex because like, people were like, where are you from from? Mm-hmm. My family's Jamaican. Um, I was raised in Rawway. I wasn't born here, but I was raised most of my life. Got here when I was five. Um, and I feel like that's always been like a, a huge aspect for me, too. Because mm-hmm. um, I, I loved like art and music growing up and just being like in front of a camera was always like a funny thing for me too. My yeah. dad was like, my dad was one of those dads that just like force a camera in front of your face and he'd oh. be like, all right, go. <laughs> Do something. <laughs> and I'll just be like singing. He's like, I can't hear you. I was like, okay. Oh, shit. <laughs> so I feel like that like cemented my personality in a bit because mm. I, I was always involved in like a lot of arts mm. growing up. Um, and I still am to this day. Like I work as a creative strategist for work. Fancy way just to say I'm online all the time, <laughs> looking at TikToks and yeah. making TikToks for work. Mm. And then, um, and outside of that, I work with a group called Play Factory, where we um, write and film and shoot like our own like small films and yeah. sketches, things like that. Mm-hmm. So I try to like weave in creativity in every aspect of my life, mm-hmm. no matter what it is. A uh, quick little funny story. So I've been wanting to be a part of Play Factory. Let's just get something real quick. And one fall night, it was like in October, right? Mm-hmm. In October, uh, they post up, they're like, yo, need quick extras if someone could come through dm us and i'm i'm like yo I, I, i'm there what's up i'm here i was in crutches <laughs> i was in crutches during that time and it was supposed to be a party scene and i'm just there with my crutches and then we also had to record a tiktok and i'm in the corner trying to use the wall as support and stuff like that it was a funny time man yeah i like what you guys are doing that with that though like i think you guys are hilarious you guys deserve way more views way more subscriptions and all that how is that going um it's going it's funny because like we're so used to seeing the work that we put out like it's tough because like when you're online, you have to constantly push, push, push course, like the yeah. stuff over and over again. Even though you've seen it mm-hmm. t- tons of times, someone out there hasn't seen it. Yes. So like no matter how many times you post it, it seems obnoxious. Mm-hmm. Like 
it's gonna catch on eventually like those girls yeah. that be running through the grocery store and shit like they post <laughs> the same song every single day but like now they're getting like brand deals but they've been posting the same yeah. song yeah. it's just that one day that somebody finally catches a wind of it mm-hmm. and then yeah. boom there you go now you take off exactly so i think that's like a good um learning i guess because like we want to apply that too just not mm-hmm. like be obnoxious about it so yeah. we're hoping let's change the strategy a little bit yeah maybe. No, I completely get it. It's like you don't want to be annoying on the timeline, but you know you kind of need to because yeah. how else are you supposed to do it? And the algorithms are like almost never in your favor. Yeah. Unless you already have like a hundred like million followers and your posts get shared all the time, mm-hmm. they ain't going to fuck with you. I like TikTok usually does a lot better with it, mm-hmm. but I feel like in, in terms of our generation, TikTok is kind of hard to yeah. go to and stuff like that. Everybody's on TikTok. Okay, so you're creative shout just now, right? Mm-hmm. So... In the future wise, you want to continue working in uh, marketing or do you like see yourself being like an A&R? Um, I don't know. I don't see myself working in like corporate for very long. Not like I, I would, I'll do it. It's good money. You know, you do right now, but it's yeah, forever. but like not forever. Obviously, I, I don't see myself like leading those companies um, mm-hmm. just because I know like what comes about it. You're always just dealing with like, clients and yeah, they work like crazy like i i don't mind working unless it's like something i actually care yeah, about like yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. yes 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 I, I completely get you i mean i'm not Facts. gonna be on phone with like converse yeah. till like 9 p.m like mm-hmm. that's not like my goal. and you don't like, even remember your name by the end of the conversation right. it's like i don't want to put up with you right now right. man leave me alone i just need a paycheck exactly yeah. so a lot of the, like the vps i work with like they're they're really nice but they'll be working late and i'm like i'm not trying to do that for like other people yeah, i'm passionate about that particular mm-hmm. exactly mm-hmm. so yeah maybe eventually like god willing that i have like my own company that i'm working on and yeah. making money for and i can support mm-hmm. myself so we'll see mm-hmm. <laughs> is there any inspiration in terms of like so what would you First, what would you label yourself as in terms of like curating these type of events, um, the marketing, mm-hmm. the play factory? Because you also do behind the scenes shits of putting things together and stuff like that. What would you label yourself as? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, that's a good question because I haven't found the right word yet. It's, it's actually really hard when you think uh, about well, it. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like I do a lot of things. I like using like the general label as like a creative because... Mm-hmm. Um, like I, I don't know I, I I always I don't I don't see myself as like an event planner because then everybody thinks that like oh help me plan my events I was yeah. like I don't want to do that wedding yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I don't love doing that like I'm not planning a wedding mm-hmm. like I, I want to <laughs> I like working in music I like doing it because that's the vision I see for myself and maybe like I I use the title at work like show creator um, or show curator. Um, I like the word curator too. So we still working with some words. Wouldn't <laughs> producer be a, like a good word for it when you think about it? Yeah, like a creative producer. Yeah, something I, like that. Honestly, though, um, producer that captures it. Yeah, but I, I've I've been like slowly throwing out the title like creative director for like a few mm-hmm. years like manifesting that so i like because it's like it's just like general enough to be like once again that's imposter syndrome because you are a creative director <laughs> when you think about it yeah. with heart of the city yeah honestly yeah. you're producing it exactly producing it you're doing all these things yeah you know i just i guess i haven't like it, you said the title enough so mm-hmm. i just keep forgetting <laughs> it's gonna get there yeah okay. a little plaque 
Yeah. <laughs> but I have this shirt. She got to put that on the affirmation board. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. Because I be forgetting. Like when people ask me what I do, I'm like. <laughs> but no, I gotta. You're right. I gotta start using that word. More. Mm-hmm. Creative director. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. You said you got a shirt. I have a shirt. I bought it in like 2018, and okay. it has like creative director on it. Mm-hmm. And then people were like. Because we have that title at, our, at my old job. Yeah. Like, oh, are you trying to steal his job? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> you tell me. Yeah. <laughs> but I bought that shirt like hoping that one day that that would yeah. be my title. Yeah. Do you have any inspirations when it comes to that? That side of entertainment? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I feel like it, I always get this comparison and I'm flattered by it, but I don't... I don't feel like I'm there yet. Again, imposter syndrome. <laughs> but like, love Issa Rae. I feel okay, like, okay. Her, yes, like yes. her path is like really aligned to like a lot of the things I like to do. Like mm-hmm. what she does with music, what she did on the show. Like yeah. even when she was um, doing the, like, I don't know, you guys, I don't know if you've seen Insecure. Yeah. But one of the episodes, she created a festival in her hometown. Yeah. Um, in her city. And it was like around the same platforms. And I was like, that's exactly what I want to do. Who saw my journal? Yeah. Like, who, like, she was still from you? Yeah. <laughs> hey, man. I inspired her. She owe you a check. <laughs> she, she might owe me a check. Yeah. And Issa sees it. Like, it's just so funny how like much mm-hmm. aligned that show was with like my life at the time. Yeah. And it wasn't even like me pulling from her. It was just like, this is exactly what I want to do, mm-hmm. ironically. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like, even outside of the show, like I, the things I see her doing is like, this is like things I can enjoy, see myself. That's what's up. That's yeah. what's up. Paris Dawkins. Yeah. P. Yeah. Right? I might go like just by one name, like Beyonce is in there. We'll see. Paris. If it catches on. If it catches on. That's a unique on. name. I don't hear Paris often at all. <laughs> if it catches on. Yeah. P. You don't like P? Um, I, I, I do. I feel like friends would rather, you know, friends call me P normally, not like. Or like you know, it's a it's a more recent nickname. Like when I was younger, my nickname was like Reese, Reese, mm-hmm. and then like later friends in my childhood and my like college, I got started getting called P more. Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember. I'm about to put you on blast when we went to your crib after Harlem City last year, and your mom was like Reese Poo. Yeah, and everyone God. was just dying. God, like <laughs> I don't well, know why, why she not that, that nickname. <laughs> That's like deep cut, like family, family. You were supposed to say that, yeah. mom. <laughs> not in front of my friends. I've been yeah. cutting it short, like each year. I remember my MySpace name was like Reese. So like okay. that's how people. If anybody like knew me in like middle school, high mm-hmm. school, they would call me Reese, and then it got shorter, and then. All right, all right. Yeah. Any shameless plugs you want to insert about yourself, part of the city? Uh, just just be there, man. It's free. Like, you got nothing else going on that day, I promise you. Yeah. Unless you got a flight somewhere, then fine. But, like, it's free. There's no excuse to not go. You mm. can just walk in. Um, mm. And then, yeah, follow my friends. Follow them. Do whatever you got to do. <laughs> follow us, please. <laughs> Donate, please. Do- Donate. Word, facts. <laughs> hey, Heart of the City happening August 5th. We'll see you guys there. Because if we don't, you're square. Because you won't be around. Around. There. Around. Be there, be square. Because if not, you'll be around. I, I don't think we were at the same Nah, time. it's, a, it's it took all me a right. Too, <laughs> I've been trying this for about a month now, actually. <laughs> and it just doesn't flow like this. Maybe it's my fault. <laughs> I'm the problem. Maybe I'm it's the problem. Me. All right, y'all. We're going to see you guys August 5th, Heart of the City. All right. Love you guys. Peace. Thank you. I'm pro jean shorts. As long as they're not tight. That shit is nasty. No, nah, yeah. they're, yeah. you see? And that's why they're like, 
But that's Very my question, though. Frowned upon jorts. But when girls wear them, they're not called jorts. They're just shorts. Yeah. They look sexy okay. Girls. Yeah. There's double standards. There's double standards, mm-hmm. and I'm okay with this double standard. Are you not? <laughs> I'm. I'm not opposed to the guy I'm talking to wearing jean shorts. It has to be worn properly. Well, what's the proper How, way to wear yeah, them? The I don't right want to see way. no fucking holes in your jean shorts. Like the Dominicans, absolutely not. Sorry. Okay, but then you just got like a, like a weird tight, like going down. To, no, it can't be tight. It has to be like kind of like it has loose. To be loose. Like a that little loose. Just, that looks weird. But then no. it can't be too loose either, because then no, you just, just like because then now you and look it can't like, be too like John Cena when exactly when you first entered the WWE. <laughs> and it can't be too long either. Like it shouldn't be like at your knee. I feel like there's so many stipulations that you probably should just not wear them. Yeah. <laughs> I think See? I think if you have style, you can pull it off. If you don't. You don't. You can't pull it off. Hey guys, mm-hmm. welcome to a new episode. This is episode five two. I think so. Hey, fifty two, fifty two. What's does fifty two have any significance to any of us? Fifty two. I can't think of a player like a major sports. Hey, but it is a special episode regardless because we got the creator of the Heart of the City Festival, Paris Dawkins, up in this motherfucker. All right. So you guys are going to enjoy that. Uh, she's an amazing person, amazing individual. And uh, shout out to all you guys, Apple Podcast listeners, Spotify listeners, YouTube, you know, that whole shebang. Shout out to our gay viewers. Shout out to our straight viewers. Men who are George. Like that. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. You have to shout everybody out, man. <laughs> this is a fluid podcast. <laughs> we accept everybody. Okay. And shout out to Jimmy. Because I completely forgot that he mentioned the Don't Call Me podcast on his bio. And he updated it and it reminded me that he did. Mm-hmm. So shout out to being a proud DQM team oh, member. Since day one. And then, so since I'm giving you flowers, now I got to take flowers away from somebody. My Lauren, no. what's the holdup? What do you mean? I'm Are so you not low, proud to be a, one of the lead key. co-hosts on the Don't Call Me podcast? I'm low-key about everything I do. You're low-key about everything you do? Everything. You have a whole podcast now. Okay. Are you embarrassed but by do us? Do I talk about me on here, really? I don't you just said last week that you don't come from sex. <laughs> you literally said that. Yes, Did I say you that? talk about yourself a lot. Did I say Your mother that? listens to this. <laughs> Chill. She heard that. She was like, "Damn, Laura, <laughs> damn sis, I relate." <laughs> um, like daughter, like mother. I don't want to find out. Happen? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how you do it. Yeah. You can't be low key no more. You're now you a public mean? figure. You're a personality. But like. I'm a personality, but I'm still low key. I think it's like Jimmy. Jimmy's low key. He has a whole key. clothing brand. He's still <laughs> like, what he's do you still mean? Low key about he's it. low key at the moment, but his shit about to start back up. I don't know. And then like it's no more low he key. He could be a millionaire, I think, and still be low key. And I respect it. Yeah, I ain't gonna tell nobody. No, no, See? millionaires can't be low key. Billionaires get to be low key. Mm-hmm. You don't. You can't name me a billionaire right now. Well, you you could, but only like one or two. <laughs> But you can't name me like you, Jay Z. Okay, you got me at Jay Z. Okay, uh, Zuckerberg. Okay, the Microsoft I'm, guy. I'm stumped. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, you could name me more millionaires than billionaires. Is what I mean. Like, it's, it's almost really hard to stay low key and be uh, a millionaire because mm-hmm. usually millionaires are more into, into into entertainment, and then billionaires are petroleum yeah, I, money. I also, it probably depends on how you got your money. It would depend whether you're low key or not with it. You know. Cause if, yes, if you, that, if that's, you're like, okay, you that's got like you know some you know like Amazon, Microsoft, mm-hmm. like I think those are you know big companies everyone knows about. You're you're the figurehead for those companies. Yeah. But like, if I made my money through other means, like who the fuck am I to somebody well, else? Well, let's be honest. The average person, if they saw 
Mark Zuckerberg walking down the block, mm-hmm. you think they're going to recognize him? Yes. Yeah. You think so? Yes. Yeah, I truly think so. But you I'm guys saying- don't think he's going to blend in. Let's say we go to New York. You don't think he's going to blend in? No. No, I think people are going to know who he is. I don't know who Mark Zuckerberg is. Uh, I'm going to try to... Yeah, I'm going to know who I am, too. Like- okay. <laughs> Yo, you see, bro? That's nasty, bro. Don't bring those bombs over here, bro. What the hell, man? Uh, but speaking of means of getting your money... Or should I say not getting your money? <laughs> the writer and actor strike. We've been meaning to talk about this on the podcast for quite a bro, minute. Bro, all my shows are being delayed, bro. Fuck Everything them. Everything is getting delayed, Lauren. Uh, Dune, which bro. I've been looking forward to. For I'm so doing my part long. by watching it. Can they do their part by paying them? Yes. <laughs> okay, so you're on the side of the actors and the writers. I'm just like, can we just all get along? They bring everything into the film. Yeah. But you see, my only problem, man, is all these actors are like showing their residuals, their residual checks, but they're not showing the money they got up front. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And which is obviously way more than their, their residuals. Right. Now, the difference is residuals is like you're getting the, your percentage for the views, for shits like that, right? Um, but after you blow, I guess, the front end of your bag, it's like, all right, what now? Meanwhile, these directors producers all that shit they're still rolling in right Mm -hmm. so oppenheimer for instance right uh let's say cillian murphy okay he gets a check up front right and you see how great oppenheimer's doing in the box office Mm -hmm. that money's not really his Mm -hmm. he's not benefiting on how much of a success it was things like Mm -hmm. that I don't think he in particular is suffering from that. He probably mm-hmm. got his money worth seeing he was the lead actor. But it's like all these other roles that actually add a lot of significance to the movies. You know, like if you didn't have those background people, then it'd just be like two people having a simple conversation out in public. You're out in public. You're supposed to make it feel realistic. You're out at a train station, for instance, out at a restaurant. You need those backgrounds, you know, and they should get their money. But who I really feel like should get their money, absolutely, are the fucking writers. Mm -hmm. Without a great writer, you can't sell this fucking movie, bro. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, you could try to, like, do things off the top of your head as a director. You know what I'm saying? Yo, Jimmy, do you remember when when we made the opening skit, which was a remake of the dinner scene from Scary Movie 2? Yep, yep. Remember how, like, it was such bullshit. Like, for me, like, to, like, yo, this is your line, this is that, blah, blah, yep. blah. And I'm here typing shit up. Like, my line, the lines are given to me. The writing's done for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you still got to explain that writing. So now imagine if I didn't have any of that writing to show somebody physically. You know, that's like one, you know, pebble in this fucking mountain, right, of, like, how, why writers are significant. You know, right up to the, the, the shit, right? Because if not, then the director got to go off the top of his head. And if not, you need a fucking clear, easy to follow script. But this track has been going on for so long. Hmm? This track has been going on for too long. I mean, yeah, that's how strikes, strikes go. Yeah, but why are they just paying them? They can't also survive without having writers. It's like give and take. Be, once again, a script is more than just writing like line for line. Yeah. It's describing the scenario, describing the moment, describing this. Mm-hmm. Granted, directors have a lot to do with it. They probably sit down with the writers and go by it. But at the end of the day, <clears throat> the writers know how to put it down. Because I forgot what actor it was. He was like, as a director, you don't need to know about uh, fashion in the 90s. 
you need somebody that knows how to do it. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that also goes into writing. It's like you don't need to know how to write. You need to know how to tell the writer what you want, and he puts it down on on paper. Mm-hmm. And now he makes it nice. He puts it. He gives it out to everybody. Which is once again, you need a good writer. Just like you need a good director to direct the script, direct mm-hmm. all that shit. Just like you need good actors to bring that script to life too. Mm-hmm. Like when it comes to the film industry, which is a fucking billionaire business. Even the TV industry. The TV industry. Saturday TV, Night Live, bro, all these talk shows, they, they, should, like, they don't have writers. They got to get paid, bro. Yeah, but I'm saying Without like, the writers, there's nothing. Exactly. So, and they're okay not getting paid either, the directors and the producers. Like without writers, they're not producing. It's, you know what this reminds me of? When uh, producers in the, for music weren't getting their flowers, weren't, weren't getting their money. Bro, without a great, good producer, like for instance, without a, I don't know, Boy Wonder, without Just Blaze, it's like you don't got a lot of music from Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like Drake with Noah. Drake, Noah. you know Noah. Like think about this shit. You know, like if you don't have a good producer, then you don't got literally half of your song. Yeah. Literally half of your song, the, the beat. It's the lyrics, right? The lyrics, the way it's sung, whatever, and then you got the beat. That's literally half of your fucking song right there. Mm. You don't got that. Yeah, like you're and just doing alcohol. A song, a song could be total trash with the lyrics, but as long as they got good production, like bro, it'll, it'll fucking it'll take off. Bro. You know, you can mm-hmm. listen to it, bro. That's that's uh, that's a lot of shit nowadays. If we're being honest, you know what that reminds me of the, the new single that Travis fucking released, K-pop. It's like very usual like it, they didn't do anything crazy with their lyrics their flows anything like that but the production mm-hmm. on that song is very yeah. very fucking good and that's the only reason why this song is very fucking good mm-hmm. i mean not to say the song isn't good but it's like bro the lyrics isn't anything it's crazy okay. the re- weekends versus weekends versus uh travis's versus travis's verse but i'm getting ahead of myself that just that's the similarities between producers music producers not getting their flowers and then now or their bags, and then writers and actors not getting their bags because mm-hmm. they add so much to it. You okay. know, once again, it's the the main actors probably don't got any problems. You know what I'm saying? The the Cillian Murphys, the Mark Margaret Robbies, fucking uh, who was Ken? Oh, Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. They're literally they're they're the star, stars and co-stars. But it's like the backgrounds that add so much to it and stuff like that. Like I wonder how much Issa Rae got. Like, she played a significant character, but at the end of the day, she wasn't, like, a star, mm-hmm. you know? And she wasn't even, like, one of the one of the co-stars. She's still a big name, thing, so maybe. But she's a big name, but at the end of the day, do you think she really got paid for it? Mm. I don't think so. I don't know. Depends on if she helped a lot. A, there's a lot of big actors and big writers that are on strike right now, mm-hmm. supporting their peers, which means they know people that have gotten affected. Obviously, I imagine Hollywood is smaller and we know it to be, right? So they all know each other and shit like that. Their fucking best bud might not be getting fucking any money from that shit right now. But, you know what ruins strikes? Scabs. I just learned this word recently. You're so excited. <laughs> I, I see how excited you are to use it. Yeah. <laughs> She's a scab. She's a scab. 
Pink, <laughs> Pinky doll, the NPC streamer is a scab. She said she's going to Hollywood. You guys just introduced me to who this lady is, and I don't want to know her ever. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised that you didn't know who she was. I, she I'm, con- I'm concerned that you guys do know. No, she's no, 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 no. Don't do that. Don't do that. She was every road knew about her <laughs> jimmy knew about her if curtis was here no. he would tell you about her she knew There's about no her you because of you you were like in, in your bedroom one day watching the live stream she's like what's that noise well you see i'm, I'm a <laughs> podcaster which is like almost a form of journalism if uh-huh. you will so i gotta like keep tabs on everything but this is like oh my god <laughs> had headphones on <laughs> like i feel like losing brain cells listening to her bro i you don't feel that way I do feel it that way. I had to watch. I watched every single one of her videos. I watched the one that fucking uh, Timberland was on. It was like, dog, what is this? And then I fell into the fucking black hole. And then I ran into one with a fucking young black man doing Miles Morales. <laughs> it was like, yo, what the fuck am I watching, bro? But for Pinky Doll, you said she has an OnlyFans too. What did she do on Jimmy there? Jimmy said that. Oh, so yeah. That. Wait, that, what? That's on him. <laughs> that's on gang over there. That's way. not on me. <laughs> now, there was, there was leaks of it on, on like Twitter. Oh, naked? yeah? Yeah. How'd it look? Wait, like what? she's naked How on here look? making noises or? No, I mean, like it's your typical OnlyFans content. So she's naked? Like yeah. r- rated R? Yeah. No. Did she make the noises I thought she was a stripper too. Oh, I don't know. She might point. be. I don't know. Like she's a retired stripper. She found out about NPC streams. She started doing NPC streams. Now she's making 5Gs like a day. Damn. Somebody did the math based off what she has shared to the public. She's mm-hmm. making minimum like a million. Could two. never be me. Good. But guess what? That's not what she was saying <laughs> off here. She what? said she'll do it. Good. Yeah. She I said she would you. do it. I asked you if you would you, do it. You asked me and then you proceeded to say, I'll do that shit for a minute if I get 15 G's. <laughs> All right. That's mad flowers you got to sniff. <laughs> mad I roses. Call. I never call. <laughs> Okay, we're using a lot. All right. <laughs> but so she made a video recently. Well, she makes a bunch of videos. But she <laughs> said it in one of her videos that she's going to be going to Hollywood. And what I'm wondering is who the fuck is hitting her up to be a fucking actor in her role for her to consider herself Hollywood now. I'm... This has to be a low end indie ass fucking film like this shit is not making they, they're just trying to ride off of her her you know 15 minutes of fame yeah the fame She's, got everybody's talking about it right now so you know you pull her into a project and you know you might get attention because of how she's like popping on social media and shit like unless that. it's like an erotic like rated r film i don't see this happening wait have you guys heard her real voice is that yes. not her real voice? Yo, her real voice. Like how she really talks. No, not like yes. a noise. <laughs> Bro, she sounds like an NPC too. Oh. Like that video she made that she's going to Hollywood. Yeah. She speaks almost how she, how she does those videos, like robotic and systematic. Oh, that. Yeah, like that's her. Maybe she has adopted that personality. My condolences. Well, maybe not. Maybe like because there's a camera and she's about to make a video, she wants to still seem like that character. Mm-hmm. So, like, behind the scenes, she probably doesn't talk like that. Actually, there was fucking clips of her yelling at her badass child about a dog. Like, watching her reminded me of Doja Cat. I don't know why. It gave me those Doja kind of Cat? Yeah. It gave me those kind of, like, weird vibes. You think she's doing coke like Doja Cat, though? <laughs> Some fucking videos were surfaced of fucking Doja Cat. Just, That's all, though. Yeah. No? Look, NPC, NPC streams are fucking weird, but what I found the weirdest about this shit is the viewers. Yes. We have two in the room. Uh, no, 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 no. Research purposes only. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't. 
Don't don't do me like that. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. No, I, I'm not considered a viewer because I'm watching it. Stop laughing at me because I was watching it through somebody's screen recording that they put it on Twitter. Viewer, so they viewed it. No, I viewer was, was if I was to go on TikTok and be there while she's live. Well, Call that's that viewer. Thing. You did yeah. say you watched all her videos. I watched all the videos that made it to Twitter. You didn't specify that earlier. Right, now, now you're changing the story. Now I am. Changing the story. It's the, kettle, lie. it's the kettle calling the pot black. <laughs> no, bro. Listen, was that ice cream that good? <laughs> like, I just need to know what flavor was that ice cream. All right? And then maybe oh it makes God. sense on why she's making so much money off this shit. I got to ask people around if they know who this girl is. Uh, All I know is she's uh, Canadian. She speaks French. Mm-hmm. And... uh. Cause so considering she's a scab, that makes you kind of a piece of shit woman. Yeah, she's leaving. If we're her being completely honest, but do are we really expecting her to be like a decent person? Considering she kind of like give in to NPC streams. No, because I feel like it's like yes, the people that view this are fucking weird as fuck. This is a weird fucking fetish. This is very sexual. There's nothing innocent about this shit. This isn't a ha ha like a trendy person making viral clips with certain audios it isn't that mm-hmm. i feel like this derives from wanting power and more specifically sexual power you know like being a dominant thing like forcing them to do these things because they react because you sent them something you know and considering she has a i could be wrong a stripper background mm-hmm. and she has only fans then there's no doubt in my mind she's doing that because of this and that her her fans from only fans are coming over to TikTok now too to get even more of her. So, where was I going with all this? I don't, I don't know. know. I'm just saying the people <laughs> watching this and they're like seeing her say these things live and they're like, "Ooh, that turns me on." Like that's crazy. Oh, that is crazy. This I remember my point. So, do we expect it to be a good person then? Like, are we surprised that she's being a scab and going into the Hollywood industry knowing that they're on strike right now? No. We don't know if she is. She says she is, but like. Ah, she. You think she's lying? I don't know. She's just trying to trying to make nah, it there. There's maybe, no way she's lying. I don't think she could make it in Hollywood. So go ahead, try. <laughs> I, I mean, I, she really gonna make it in Hollywood for popping off on a couple social media well, once again, live streams. So I'm. We're not gonna see her in no Barbie fucking film. We're gonna see her. I feel like in a very R-rated erotic fucking sexual shit. I feel like. Well, we're not gonna see her. That's probably never gonna reach like major theaters. But that's probably what she's doing. Oh, Bro, she's becoming a porn star. Know. That's Hollywood. I, oh, that's technically yeah. Hollywood. I guess. If she's making these sounds in a porno, that's crazy. <laughs> nah, girl. Yeah. <laughs> gang gang. Gang gang. Gang bang. Gang bang? No. I was about to do another not. one, but it was going to be kind of suspect. <laughs> I'm glad you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> it was going to be mad fucking wild, bro. Hey, man, she's just taking advantage of social media and shit like that. But quick social media. Fucking how do we feel about Twitter's new name? Every day, something new on Twitter. Hey, do you think it's going to be called X now because it's going to be like X-rated shit and then now Pinky Doll's going to take it more even, take <laughs> no. over even more? Elon Musk is doing too Pinky, much. Pinky he Doll, Twitter new and CEO of Twitter X. confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> yes, bro. She's leading the fucking wave. I, just, I actually like the logo. Why? It's very like simple and like glowy. What's going to do with Twitter? Twitter was like a bird. I think he's trying to get away from. That's not the, what he bought the company. The for. reputation that Twitter has. What reputation? It's the only reputation that Twi- has. Twitter is, is very off the wall. Um, it's sexual. 
It's cancel culture. It's it's funny. As it's fuck. very insensitive people mixed with very sensitive people. It's that's all social media though. But more specifically, just Twitter because it's all words. A, I guess, and I love it, bro. It feels okay, safe. this is basically Tom Mons, right? Something happens at night, gets discussed in the morning. People, the morning people have logical conversation about it. Then the afternoon people catch a wind of it, and everybody shares their opinion. After everybody shares their opinion, you get everybody bashing each other because of the shitty opinions by the evening time. Then after about 8 p.m., if you're lucky, 10, mad sex. And rinse and repeat. And it's the same fucking arguments all the time. $200 dates, flyouts, shit like that. And Twitter, you're more than willing to follow random people than you would be any other social media platform, too. Yeah, that's 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 a fair point. Tell me I didn't just fucking capture to me, what Twitter yeah. is. It's just I funny. see why he's trying to get away from it. No, I feel like he ruined it. It's too many rules and like too many changes. No, I think Twitter's well, still going to be well, hilarious. Well, I, I mean, the good thing about Twitter is there is so much freedom in terms of the content you can put on there. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where that's why people enjoy it because it's not being censored like Instagram and Facebook and all the other shit. Like you, you know, throw whatever on there. Like yeah. most of the time it's going to be able to stay. Yeah. You know, the happiest thing. No, I can't. I think Eli Musk is doing amazing because he got rid of fucking parody accounts. You remember those fucking parody accounts that used to be so fucking like that used to like you had that one person that you follow that used to always retweet those fucking parody accounts. Mm -hmm. It's like, bro, why are you you still acting like you in fucking middle school, bro? (laughs) Like, get the fuck off that parody account. It's not really Drake. (laughs) There's two R's in the name. Like, come on. (laughs) You guys know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, Drew. <laughs> Drake, <laughs> it'd be Drake OBO. It's like, bro, that's not his name. Champagne Poppy. Pause. In this case. <laughs> so I like it. It's a rebrand. He he wants to get away from your typical Twitter shit. I guess I just don't think it needs a rebrand. Mm-hmm. But he's not an ex. Like, so how do you get rid of that previous stigma of what Twitter is without a complete name change? Like, you hated the parody accounts. I didn't mind them. It's like, I, I can read. I know it's not Drake. You know what I mean? No, like, I didn't. I, we obviously know there's not Drake. And I hope to God, people <laughs> that retweet them know it's not Drake. But, but it's some bullshit like the ones that did you wrong uh, were never meant to stick. Sometimes people are, are a lesson and they're not meant to stay. Like, shit like that, bro. But, like, the thing is called Twitter because you're always she did not just call me a bird, bro. <laughs> no, I'm not accepting that shit. I'm not a fucking bird. <laughs> so, yeah, I need to see how he, like, what are tweets going to be called now and stuff like that for me to be, like, completely on board with it. But it is kind of confusing. Um, just press enter. But embody, okay. Both Musk and his team have offered a series of explanations for the rebranding. In one tweet, Musk said the X design served to embody the imperfections in us all that make us unique. What kind of bullshit media shit was that? They're called X's and Eats. Like, what? And Eats? X E E T S. Like, like Eats, like, like, uh, like, mm, I feel so good. (laughs) Like, that's what you tell me. (laughs) You didn't like that joke? No, I want to get this. It's going to be powered by AI. I don't like How it. do you power it by AI? I don't... Future state of unlimited See, interactivity centered in now. audio, video, messaging, payments, mm. and banking, creating a global marketplace for ideas, goods, services, opportunities. He's just trying to make more money. Twitter was acquired by X Corp, Bolton, 
ensure freedom of speech and as an accelerant for X, the everything app. This is not simply a company renaming itself, but doing the same thing. So it seems like he just wants to expand it and just make it a, like a, uh, just a, a, a platform, platform that has everything. Hey man, sure. I'm, I'm going to back up Musk and just hope he doesn't ruin the, ruined the, the culture. Like he knows how to weed out the bad and still keep all the good and make it great. I'm nervous. Make Twitter great again. Shout out X, I guess. Shout out X. Hey guys, we'll be back. Commercial break. Bye-bye. So we hinted at them earlier. Both ASAP, Rocky, Travis Scott, and Doja Cat, the three of them. And there's a lot of talks around them right now. Especially with Travis Scott and ASAP Rocky albums coming out really soon. So I guess we'll start off with them. Uh, Travis Scott released his album covers. Utopia. Yeah. Unexpected. Uh, so what it looks like to me, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break down how yeah. genius. Yes, the deep meaning. Travis Scott is. Mm-hmm. So Utopia is a place, right? Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be perfect. And w- but what if it was like a place in your mind? And like to get there... You know, it's almost like a drug. You gotta, you'll willingly sell your TV, steal from your auntie, sell her dog, and do anything for the money mm-hmm. to be able to buy that drug to go to Utopia okay. or get tickets to Utopia. So uh-huh. you can just keep going there because the high is just so exhilarating. You'll go broke, you'll do anything, but you got enough money to go to Utopia. Okay. And I actually do really feel like that. Maybe that's what that album cover is trying to capture. People are saying, try to capturing that there is no utopia. It's all made up. Yeah, perfect it's, doesn't it, exist. It's it's chasing the dragon. Mm-hmm. So um, they say heroin, right? The first time you ever do it, like it's like you're riding a dragon. It's amazing, the, like your mis- magical land, right? Mm-hmm. But the first high will never be equal to any other one. Yeah, so like you keep doing it and doing it. So you it. keep trying to chase that dragon. What if that is utopia? You're trying to chase that perfect high, mm-hmm. the perfect music. I hope it's a good Very album. symbolic, mm-hmm. huh, right? When you really break it down like that. Mm-hmm. All right, so we ready to shit on it now? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that shit has a fucking album cover. He played it safe. He was like, oh, this is one of the album covers. It's like, nah, even you had doubts about the album cover. So you decided to put it out there to see how the masses felt. And then, okay, backlash? Yeah, that's <laughs> not the album cover. It's just one of them, guys. Remember, mm. this is the actual one. But I don't get why the album cover really matters. Nah. I, yeah, I disagree with that. You think yeah. it matters that much? Bro, fucking. People hated Vir- on her loss. You know Virgil, right? Uh-huh. Condol- uh, R.I.P. Virgil? Yeah has designed a lot of fucking uh, album covers. Yeah, pop smoke. And probably, probably a lot of your favorite ones. Okay. Right? Album covers matter. My Dark, Beautiful, Twisted Fantasy, you see that album cover, no words around yeah. it, no nothing. Just that red and the picture frame in the middle of it, you know what it is. Iconic. Mm-hmm. Iconic. To but go along with an iconic album. They matter. A lot. Okay, so how do you feel about Donda? Just the all black? I... Uh, I'm a really bad podcaster. I didn't never even finish Donda. <laughs> You're terrible. So there's, that there's album that. is in my rotation still. Really? Yeah. Maybe I'll play it just because you said that. Okay. But it's all black. That's low key iconic. It's, it's symbolic. Different. It's different. He wants you to focus more on the music than. It's, mm, no, than, it's about you know. his mom. He was mourning her death. It's all yeah, black. Yeah, well, yeah, because it's called Donda. 
Yeah. There you go. Yeah. You see? Mm-hmm. So album covers matter. I mean, it could have been white. I don't give a fuck. Music is good. Because, you know, like the doves and stuff like that, yeah. too. Mm. But do- doesn't, don't doves represent freedom, actually? So I guess that's not... Whatever. I mean, White I- represents freedom? Huh. Doesn't it, Jimmy? <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for it. I was like, I know where this is going. I set that one up for myself. Beautiful. <laughs> you off the backboard to me. <laughs> oh, speaking of Travis Scott... Oh, yeah. Speaking of Travis Scott, all right, we're done shitting on his album cover, but you know who isn't done shitting on him? ASAP Rocky. ASAP Rocky allegedly disses Travis Scott at Rolling Loud. Mm-hmm. So my first question, do you think that is for Travis Scott? He was dissing Travis Scott. He's like... ASAP Rocky is such a nice guy. I don't think he's really. Wait, you think Travis? You don't know him. <laughs> what are you talking about? He seems to stay out of the trouble. I don't. What are you talking about? <laughs> like, what does he get into, really? He's so low key, too. Wasn't he locked up in Sweden like yeah. a couple years ago? Uh, he, I'm pretty he, sure. Did he punch somebody or something? Is that what it was? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's been into a lot of. Uh, I mean, as of recently, he's been malintent <laughs> shit. You know, like he's been know. his fair share of squabbles. I feel like out of all the rappers, he's like. Nah, like, I don't think he's. Is your he ever been? Has he ever rapper. been involved in any dis like dis raps? Like, well, okay. Now, if you're talking hip hop specifically, I don't believe so. But I don't. He's been your very like, and I mean it's in like a good way, like a loud mouth. He talks his shit type of personality in terms of hip-hop like rap uh-huh. no to my knowledge until now mm-hmm. <laughs> obviously so I, what was the exact words that he said it really what, what were the exact words he said like you stole my flow so i stole your bitch hmm. it, is this okay so we're assuming this is he's, he's talking about re yeah. right because mm-hmm. you know there was always allegations rumors that travis scott and rihanna were seeing each other like like 2015-ish, mm-hmm. I believe. Um, is this considering stealing a bitch? It's, it's a lot of time since then. Yeah, I think so. And they had two kids. He like... But that's not really stealing your bitch. He got her she's, she's seen a bunch of other dudes. But he locked her down. Now you're just like I'm cock-watching. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care enough about that part. But I feel like he wouldn't... If it was about Rihanna, he wouldn't have called her like, my bitch. I don't know. You see? And that's where... I think you got it all wrong. ASAP Rocky looks like the type of dude that would definitely call his lady my bitch. That's crazy. After having two kids, in, that's my in bitch. certain cultures, that's very endearing. Get the and where is he from? Here. What part of New York is he from? Ha- Harlem. I could be getting that completely fucking wrong, and I apologize for my ignorance. I don't think you're but right. I know he is certain part uh, from New York where he's Harlem, yeah. Harlem. Exactly. He moved to Jersey. He has. He is definitely saying. My bitch, as an endearing way. Not my man, Jimmy. It was, out of, it was out of love. Exactly. You, you it was it was a loving my bitch. Hey hey, bad girl Riri, you my bitch. That's why she's not your bitch. Do you think he like who makes more money? Her, right? Yeah, of course. So oh, absolutely. You, so you think she's like, uh, excuse me, like so mm-hmm. fucking going crazy? I mean, she like is older than him too. She she's like what, eight years older than him? Eight years. Yo, you, there cannot be an age gap at all with you. Bro, there ain't like their late 20s, 30s, late and you 20s. got a problem with an eight-year yeah, age gap? How, how old is ASAP Rocky? Bro, there's no way you got a problem with that age gap too, Lauren. Oh, just eight, eight, 34 years old. How old is uh Riri? That bad girl Riri. 35, you see? So you're <laughs> number one, you're wrong. But number two, that's not even the problem. 
<laughs> and that's not where you're the most wrong. Even if there was an eight-year age gap, what is the problem? He just seems immature by saying that. And that's what it is. Immature? Yeah. <laughs> that's just rap music. Yeah, that's rap know. music. That's another thing. You got to take it lighthearted. Like, as a rapper, you got a certain image to uphold or your music. Okay, and what happened with Little Uzi and what's-her-face from City Girls? JT? Yeah. ASAP Rocky isn't rapping about any specific other bitch. Okay, but he Air calls her a bitch. That, I don't call women she, bitches. And he he and little Uzi compared the girl to somebody he thinks is also up and coming. Exactly, he compared uh, his girl to somebody else. To somebody else, did he do that? He compared his girl to a bitch. No, he said that's my bitch. Ah, got me. <laughs> okay, whatever. We're not even on that. <laughs> ASAP Rocky, Travis Scott. Yeah, it's definitely about her. It has to be. Are, are they are they biting who's biting off of who? Hmm. Travis there's Scott. one there's yeah, there's one obvious answer. What do you wait, what's your answer? It, Travis Scott is biting off of I don't even want to say bite. He's inspired off of ASAP Rocky. When he first came up, okay. he probably found a lot of inspiration from ASAP Rocky. But who's doing it better now? Travis Scott. Okay. There's no doubt about that. No question. So I think this is this is like jealousy but they all bite off of each other's it's music that's what i'm i don't think there's anything wrong like it's like why you at the end of the day at the end of the day travis scott definitely found his own sound Uh he found his own music uh and he he got it musically but when he began it was many would say and no one probably would disagree is that he bit not bit but was inspired by asap rocky which isn't wrong I think that's fine. I think mm-hmm. that happens in music all the fucking time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, so everybody bit off Kanye West after 808s? Mm-hmm. No, he pushed a sound. He liked the sound. People like that sound. So they're going to kind of find inspiration from that sound and make their own shit like that. I feel like ASAP's only saying that because he didn't make it as big as Travis Scott. Jealousy. Yeah. Jealousy. I could be making making it up, right? Music industry is a very small community, so they probably know a lot more about Travis Scott and saying, like, fuck you. But I think more so, Travis Scott also kind of stole his style. Travis Scott used to have, like, almost the exact same hair, like, as fucking ASAP. Mm. That shit, too. Yeah, they, when Travis was in the airport and he got and someone called him ASAP Rocky. And he, yes, he got you remember, you yeah, remember yeah, that? Yeah. yeah, bro. So, like, back, way back when, a couple years, a few years ago, like... You you used to not be able to distinct the two to your very average listener, mm-hmm. you know. But one of them prevailed, and now the one other of, one. No, well, you can't say ASAP Rocky didn't fucking. Do he doesn't good. release music. Hmm. He doesn't release music. That doesn't necessarily mean a bad thing. I mean, but still a household name though. Like, you know, I'm not yeah, he's not a household know. name, but as far as music and popularity he, goes, he, it's he, he, pla- he plateaued musically. Mm-hmm. He was still a really good personality really well-known celebrity especially when it comes to the fashion yep. part of things and then even more so having his name now attached to his uh fiance are they engaged um, we're talking about music wise if Partners. he's saying that someone stole his flow well someone stole and did it better so well yeah <laughs> Travis scott definitely fucking did it better all right so i, I i'm fine with that the, the fans are, uh, are behind him but speaking of fans doja cat i support her for saying that Yo. Be honest. Can we be real here? Real quick? Yeah. Yo, stand culture <laughs> is so fucking weird, bro. Why? So, I am so happy Doja Cat, who definitely has stand fans, 
to come out and say, I don't love y'all. Who the fuck are you? Exactly, <laughs> like, bro. For real. Like, I respect her so much for saying that. Because people be out here lying. I love all my fans. Yo, son. Nikki fans really are okay with being called Barbies. Mm. What are Beyonce fans? Fucking beehives. They're bees. <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. Yo, you want to be named kittens? A kid? Mm-hmm. Yo, get the fuck out of here, bro. So shout to Doja Cat for fucking shutting that shit down. That loser ass shit. <laughs> like, listen. I, I thank shout out to all my fans. Shout out to all our supporters. That's how I like to Wait, what do we them. call them? Potties? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't call them potties. Potties? <laughs> like what? They're toddlers? They're about to get potty trained? No, these. <laughs> potties? <laughs> but you could see where it gets misinterpreted, right, Lauren? Yeah, no, we're not calling them potties. I tried, guys. <laughs> we're going to start calling them the quarters. <laughs> like, come on. No, bro. We're good. We don't need to give them nicknames. It's just supporters of the Don't Quote Me podcast. Like, let's be honest. Majority of our fans are probably people like we don't even personally know. Majority of them. Okay. Mm-hmm. Think about it. We get about, on average, per episode, with everything combined, 100 plus. Mm-hmm. Right? How many of them do you think you personally know? That you would say you actually love them? <laughs> I can know you and not love you, so. <laughs> yeah. huh? I can know you and still not love you. That's, an, that's <laughs> another thing. Exactly. So, you know them now, but do you even love them? Yeah. Okay. Thing. You know, and that's not even... Now, imagine Doja Cat to her scale, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Like, she probably respects her fans, but to love? Mm-hmm. That's... And let's be honest, probably majority of her best friends or people she's close with that she would say she loves probably doesn't even view, listen to her shit. Mm-hmm. But she's losing followers. Is it worth it? It's so worth it. Because you, you weed out those fucking yeah, weirdos. Yeah, but I feel like you can feel that, but not say it. Be like, ah, guys, thank you. Love you. Like she should have just ignored that friends that fans request of saying like, "Oh, please tell us you love us." Yeah. I don't know, because then that weird stand shit just keeps manifesting, and then it's just like you got a bunch the of. Stand? She didn't want to entertain it, and, and yeah. that's why stands I pay the bills. Her stepping out on the ledge. This is basically what she did. Oh my, she's a martyr. Oh my mm-hmm. god, <laughs> she's losing followers. But uh, she's basically a martyr in a sense. Like she stepped out on the ledge and said, "Yo, thank y'all for your support, but I don't fucking love y'all. I don't fucking know you." But think about like. All the little girls who love Justin Bieber. Like, Justin Bieber sold out stadiums because these girls were in love with him. If he said, I don't fucking love y'all, he would not have a single person in the crowd. Maybe she doesn't want that demographic. She has older fans. A lot of older fans. Mm-hmm. She's an older woman herself. She's so, like our age, right? So I don't think it's hurting that many people. And let's be honest. Majority of those followers are probably the grown people. Mm-hmm. Hurt as fuck. <laughs> what do you mean? I'm not a kidding. <laughs> like that's them right now fucking weird exactly like bro like, <laughs> that's like me being a wave like Frank Ocean in, we're in, waves in the future you meet fans like you say the fucking yo I love y'all right we're, obviously we're gonna say that on tour mm-hmm. but the y'all isn't you yourself yeah. it isn't the oh my god I love you it's the I love your support I love you for subscribing to us I love you for you know, being behind us through the thick and thin, for listening, for tuning in to every single episode, for liking for it. For being here. For being here. Right? 
when I say like shout out to y'all, I love y'all when I do the intro, when I do the outro, mm-hmm. that's what that is. It isn't, I don't literally love you. I don't know you. You can't say you love me. You're just being honest. Yeah. You can't say you love me. You love the podcast. You love the entertainment we give to you. Mm-hmm. Right? We, you love this. You don't know who the fuck I am. You know? At the end of the day, you don't spend enough time with me. <laughs> like, let's get real here. Please don't unfollow. Don't unfollow because I said I don't love you. I'm lying. I'm so in love with you. Please take me back. Don't ever leave me. We in, we in this forever, twin. Bro, we can't afford to lose 200K. We don't have 200K to lose, Lauren. Not to be negative. We're going to be negative on Instagram and TikTok? That's fucking crazy, man. Bro, cancel culture is real. Cancel culture is real, and that's why. Wait, you're making me nervous about the intro now again. <laughs> I still don't know how to keep it. Yeah, man. So shout shout out to Doja Cat for doing that. But you know, you know, she started going out with this uh, fucking like old Vine dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forgot his fucking name. And people are fucking getting at her because of it so much for no fucking reason. Like she can't have a fucking preference. She's so weird to me. I don't. Just... She's a weird fucking character. I, I called her out on the previous episode for those fucking demonic pictures and shit like that. Yeah. That shit's fucking weird, She's man. all over the place, but good for her. Music sells. Yeah. I don't think it's going to really affect anything for her in the long run. Yeah, yeah. now people are going to still stream the music. Yeah. Yeah, without a fucking doubt, because she's an amazing artist. She does amazing I mean, plus music. It's, it's, it's just followers on social media, and it's like, what, 200K compared to... How many? Yeah, I mean it's a it's a large it's a if you it's a large number if you look by itself, but like relative like what's already she has. Yeah, like in terms like proportion, like nah, she's fucking fine, bro. Like her two hundred K to us is like (laughs) ten. You know, like it's really doesn't it's not scratching. You said she's amazing, like top five. Like in in her genre? Right right now, yeah. In her pop section of music? Pop. Absolutely. Interesting take. That's not even some would even couldn't even argue top three. Oh hell no! But what, bitch? I'm a cow. <laughs> no. Hey man, shout out to Doja Cat and stuff like that. Uh, uh, thoughts and prayers for the James family. Oh, these for Carly Russell. I'm like they found her. <laughs> oh no, not Carly. We're about to get on that. We're about to get on that. Uh, thoughts and prayers to uh James family, Bronnie was uh taken to the hospital because young man went into cardiac arrest which is really wild i don't think he's even 20 yet right but what does this mean for his career uh he'll recover i think he'll recover you Um, think he's gonna be first bro pick darman harlan i don't think he was ever gonna be first pick oh okay that's a fact Okay. Maybe we're being a little insensitive to his situation, yeah. you know? Well, she has a question. But let's so be honest. Was here. He was never going to be the first pick. Yeah. Girls okay. of our I mean, his, I was about to say some nuts shit. All right. <laughs> I'll save this joke for off air. Okay. Yo, guys, it, unless you've been living under a rock, you fucking know what we're talking about and how we're going to end the podcast with Carly Russell. Um. So, quick breakdown, right? Mm-hmm. She's on the side of a highway in Alabama. There's a video of a stroller, right? She posts online. Then mm-hmm. she calls the cops. I see a baby with a diaper on, a toddler, mm-hmm. and maybe a shirt. She said she was going to stay on the scene until they pulled up. Then she has a phone call with her sister. And apparently there's a bunch of yelling on the phone with her sister. Mm-hmm. And when the cops pull up, she's not there no more. 
And two days later, she comes back home like nothing ever happened. And she tells police that she was forced into an 18-wheeler truck and taken to a home where a man and a woman told her to get undressed and then took photos of her. (laughs) They analyzed her phone, right? Because this is a whole investigation, right? Like, why did she disappear? Yeah, who took you? And she said, she, bro, she looked up Amber Alerts. She looked up how to take money from a register without getting caught. My favorite part. And the movie she, take The it. movie fucking take it. <laughs> Who the fuck are you? She's like, how am I going to be Liam Nielsen? Carly, Carly Nielsen? <laughs> <laughs> like, what Bro. the fuck? Taken? And she's a nursing student. Like, come on. Bro, 25 years old, disappearing like it's fucking nothing. Have you guys ever disappeared recently? I I, I'll be honest. When I used to work at the previous gym I used to work at, I used to just fucking just turn my phone off, disappear for a day or two. I mean, that's how you are now, bro. Like, I call you, don't even answer. Why even have a phone? I mean, that's Why? fine, though. No, it is not. That's I'll be fine. outside your house for like 10 minutes. But I'm I like, feel like that's not even like a rare occasion or anything like that. It's like, yo, sometimes you just need a mental break. Like... I think the only part where she went wrong is doing all this extra oh, shit. Oh, yeah. She came back home and was like, oh, Bro, yeah. Someone if took if me. she just turned off her phone for two days and didn't answer to nobody, I don't think anybody would have noticed. And I don't think <laughs> it would have been any problems. Girl, you need to take a break. You go ahead and take a where fucking break. Where did she get the stroller from? What if well, she- is this, Was the stroller even real? Wasn't it? You saw it in the video. No, it was. Oh, there was, there was video. an actual. Vi- I didn't well, see the video. I, I don't know I if know the video was video. hers or fucking not. But if it was, like, what if she saw that stroller and then she got inspired and was like, "Ooh, I'm gonna disappear for two days, but I'm gonna back this up with a lie in case I gotta go to work." He's absolutely mentally ill. For it's all fucking this. dumb, and she kept pushing this lie and pushing this lie. Does this say if her parents were in on it too? They couldn't have been. I really hope she didn't drag them. She deceived them like that. No, I don't think oh, they were. Man. She well, acted alone and did not have help. Okay, well, yeah, and then she finally confessed. She finally confessed, said that it was just... A hoax. A hoax. And it was for no fucking reason. Just kidding. And then she, had, her ex-fucking boyfriend was on Facebook saying she he was blindsided and stuff like that. And that they were generally concerned. Mm. Uh, good way to make it about yourself, <laughs> I guess. You know, she but, got me too. Yeah, I, I think she got like everybody, bro. Bro, wasn't there like a whole GoFundMe for her to like help aid in the search for her and I stuff? I'm like seeing that? her all over Instagram. It was like, find Carly, nursing student gone missing. But I'm just confused as to like, why did this case specifically get so much attention from all these news outlets? Because I'm reading a stat right now. Three thirty thousand black people in the U.S. go missing. Well, it case. was at the end of twenty twenty two, right? So why this story? Why this missing was, case? Do you think it was all a ploy that like they picked this case because they knew it was a hoax? Because they knew it was a fucking lie. Yes, bro. So they pushed to the, this shit. to push the narrative that yes, you see, we don't need to find these black people mm. because. Because they're lying. They're lying. They're trying to disappear on purpose. They're not even missing. Bro, you see what I'm picking up? I see. You see what I'm putting down? You picking up what I'm putting down? I am picking it up. Right? Like, it's kind of like, yo, bitch, like, you fucking shit up for the rest of us. Mm-hmm. You know, the rest of that yeah. us being the people that actually do generally go missing. Bro. Like, come on. If I go missing, guys, it's for real. 
That's what I'm saying. If, Jimmy, you hear that, right? <laughs> if I go mm-hmm. missing, I'm probably just in my bed. Ask Ro. <laughs> like, honestly. I sleep. Honest. That's all it is, bro. That's all it fucking is. That happens sometimes. You need to break from people, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But then she wants to make a whole big story about it. Now she's discrediting all these other people that are really fucking missing. Yeah. Doing all these SOL, SOS calls. Because she Googled that shit and then called about the stroller and then went missing. Right? Yeah, I don't know the order in the events that happened, but regardless, you put that all into one pot, and it's kind of like that's a crazy ass looking jumbo gumbo. Premeditative. Premeditated escape. Yeah. And my thing is, if you're gonna do this, then don't come back. Stay missing. Stay missing. I mean, you can yeah. bring hearts of, of your family for sure. She was like, "Chill, I got one month left in nursing school." Do you guys think she felt guilty? Like, I'm seeing all those posts. Seeing all those posts, all the money fundraised about her, all this big commotion over finding her, and she was like, whatever, I'm just going to have to face it and come back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely possible. I don't know if she was, you know, think it was going to blow up that that much. Yeah. Because everyone was believing that she was gone at first. Yeah, everybody. They, they found her car. They found a wig in there. They're like, no, a black woman would never leave her wig behind. <laughs> like, she has to be missing. Like everyone was like, wait, this the like, how does the wig even come off? I don't exactly, know. like I don't, was the wig like she, she was snatched, like she was literally off. snatched. Triple on time, don't even ask me how. Okay, I see you, Lauren. Yeah. Look at you, you're potting. <laughs> Call me potty. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> are you taking a shit because you were potty? <laughs> it's gonna catch on. Just wait. Yeah, I hope not. <laughs> Man, and I really do feel bad because like, it's like, you, you know, all the emotions that everybody probably went through during that time of mm-hmm. trying to find her. Especially her parents, if they really weren't Especially involved. Especially her fucking parents, bro. Where, where was she? Did she say where the fuck she was? I don't even think she did. No, nah, I'm bro. pretty sure the article said they don't have that information yet. This is like in Alabama, right? So she, she just confessed to her doing absolutely nothing. Nothing was yeah. wrong, but she didn't give the details yet. Yeah, I guess so. But back to what uh, Lauren said. It's like, yes, yeah, so I think... People had the story from the jump. Mm-hmm. They knew that this was bullshit, but they cannot necessarily admit it was bullshit just yet so because be how did they get these facts, mm-hmm. right? So the way I've, things work, right? These journalists, these reporters, they know the insides. They know these cops. They know these police chiefs. They, mm-hmm. knew, they know the inside works, right? Mm-hmm. They get their information directly from them for a cut, right? For some pay. Right? Like, oh, yo, fess up, here you go. Mm-hmm. Right? Because the point is, as a journalism, is you want to be the first person to the story and have yeah. the most accurate story. Because if you have the most accurate and you're the first one and your story blows up, that's your big break that you're looking for. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, they pay somebody up, got all the information, right? But if they give up the story from the jump, then their plug, right, their little rat, whatever you want to call them, now is going to be under question. It's going to fuck up the whole system they got. It's going to fuck up the whole team. Like, how did you of, find out? Of, you, you tracking, right? You get, mm-hmm. you get what I'm saying? So they had to slowly weed it out, and they just had to give attention to the story, right? And the second that it's okay to release all the details and everything they know, they boom, it. there you go. Mm-hmm. And that's what happened. And now it discredits... The fucking major problem, the major situation that America's fucking going through. Exactly. Thanks, Carly. Thanks, Carly. 
<laughs> fucking hope it was pretty oh, man. and that's why i'll never go to alabama because it's, it's probably nothing to do in alabama that's why she just uh-huh. wanted to do that real quick she's wanted to bullshit nothing to do in alabama <laughs> <laughs> nothing to do in, in alabama except fucking place a stroller on the side of a highway and call the Roll cops tide. <laughs> bro the way she described the fucking toddler too you think a toddler is really gonna be walking on the side of the highway bro her and the toddler were missing <laughs> <laughs> what happened to the toddler bro <laughs> Who was taking her or the toddler? I just don't get it. Who's Liam Nielsen? The baby's Liam Nielsen. No, the baby bro. took him, bro. The baby put her in just the like, truck. She used her credit card, bro. They're like, she bought Cheez Its. Like, how's she missing but bought Cheez Its? Oh, man. Like, she, did, she didn't even fucking try. It was a really bad. Once again, this is why I really think the only reason she came back is because she felt bad. Mm-hmm. She's like, wait, this was supposed to go under the radar. This see, was not supposed is, to get blown up. She came back and then lied about what happened to her. And yeah. then they started tracking. They're like, she's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Let me like tell you guys the truth now. Yeah, but this is because she felt bad, but she knew like she, she was probably scared she'll get into trouble. Hmm? She couldn't keep up with the story anymore. Yeah, you know, so she didn't want it to blow up. She comes back and like, oh. Fuck. She's just wild. A couple kidnapped me, got me naked. Like, come on. Like, just so many details. Yo, man, I, I feel bad for any everybody that has to be put through this fucking circus, man. Hey, that that goes into saying fucking nursing nurses, period, mm-hmm. are fucking nuts. Did you know a recent study came out that nursing that people in the, that are nurses are the most to cheat? Oh wow, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fem- mainly females at that. I don't see it. Was there a reason? Two, that? two out of three. Cap. Admit, uh, admit it to cheating. Cap. Hmm? Cap. So the number is probably higher than that. Fucking no, 2.5. You're lying. No. It's a real study that came out recently. 67% of nurses cheat. No, admit it. Okay. Admit, admit it to it. cheating. Mm-hmm. So you're not going to admit to it if you didn't. So, so I think majority <laughs> of... Yes, I, I do think that majority of nurses cheat. Doctors know. included. I think the medical field... Or cheaters. I think blue collar, but what do I know? Okay, you know all these fucking TV shows about like hospitals and shit like that. What is it always like focused around? Them sleeping with each other. They're supposed to be saving lives. Right or wrong. Right or wrong. That's just a drama. Saving lives. Drama. That's not a fact. It's a drama. Right. But you don't think it comes from certain art imitates life. Right or wrong. Wrong. Art imitates life. Right or wrong. That's Aww. right, man. Jimmy, do, do you yeah. think this study is very accurate? I uh, can't deny that. Say, say no, say no. I, I just I need to know what the reasoning behind the cheating is. So like I why th- why is there's this why is this large population of of nurses cheating? Like what is driving this? So through the comments, I didn't read the the actual article itself, but through the comments, it was that like oh they work these twelve hour shifts and they're. They pour their all into everybody, and they, they spend all this time with all these other people, and like it's like, oh my god, look at this doctor, he's saving a life. Oh my god, that's what I imagine. If I had to pick a profession, I would say. Aren't you gonna become a registered nurse? No. <laughs> you see why she's fighting so hard for them now? Mm-hmm. You see? No, I'm not. You see? Just so she can cheat and you know think it's okay. Yeah, that's it. No, we don't. You don't cheat. I cheated before. Hey, what, what happened to Jake? Oh, he caught me cheating on him. I cheated before nursing school, so it don't count. You cheated before in nursing school? I already school? cheated. 
So <laughs> wait, well, you should put that okay. I mean, <laughs> that talked, was unprovoked. We, we did not we, share that at we all. We talked about this. <laughs> oh, you, that you did? Yeah. Oh, look, in nursing school. I'm not in nursing school. <laughs> you might as well be. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's like wait so do i classify as a nurse because i did before <laughs> yeah it's like increase my pay <laughs> i was trying to think of a profession that i would say is the most you see and cheap. this this completely destigmatizes what you think about athletes because athletes weren't even number no, one I was about the like, number one profession wasn't even athletes i was thinking about like armed services because there's i think there were like two she should be I, I saw like a video of like a marriage lawyer what do you call them a marriage lawyer they focus on like divorces and marriages and things like that okay. prenups, all that shit right mm. and it was like like med med field uh firefighters military mm. personnel and then the other two i can see doctors I nurses I don't know. they're all in the same building who do you think that doctors are fucking i feel like lauren no I feel <laughs> they're not like- fucking the patients because that's fucking crazy i feel like no like doctors like they work less out oh maybe they don't but like doctors have like a sense of like um like an ego to them and they they look i feel the same way about nurses nurses definitely got even more nurses, of an ego nurses to me are just and like i think they have bitches. even bigger of an ego because no one values them as much so they gotta feed themselves you know they gotta feel them ego themselves i don't know i gotta see more nurses in my life i guess I, I buy it. I buy it completely. You buy it, you buy it too, Jimmy? Yeah. If you had to pick one profession, you're going to say Oh, I think teachers were on, was on that list too. Yeah, with students? Oh. Like, that's all I've ever heard with the teachers. What, what was Jimmy saying? No, what I... Your profession that cheats the most. Oh, I would definitely agree with what you said earlier about like armed forces or... Okay, yeah. You know. Yeah. Police officers. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen it. Something like along yeah, those I've lines. Yeah, for that sure. That seems more likely to me than like... Teaching, nursing. You know how much cheating you gotta do to be placed above fucking armed forces. <laughs> that's a whole lot of fucking cheating, dog. Because no, maybe they're not, no, maybe they're not. They're not admitting to it. That's the thing. Because mm, how do you know? If never, no yeah. one ever said, yeah. Well, I feel like I mean that's why studies are conducted, and that's why you ask a bunch of questions, and then like you ask them like, "Have you ever cheated?" No. It's like, okay, have you ever kissed somebody that isn't the partner that you're with while you're with your partner? And they say yes. And it's like, oh, so you have cheated. Mm-hmm. You know, so admitting to it and then rephrasing it could be two different things. And maybe that's why. Or had feelings for somebody other than your partner while. That's cheating. Yeah. Are we about to talk about what che- what constitutes cheating? I think. No. <laughs> I do not want to go into that conversation. <laughs> I'll spare you guys. All right. So with that being said. This is uh, the ending of the regular portion of episode 52. Hey, that's a year's worth of podcast. What better way to do it than fucking having Paris Dawkins on the fucking Mm, podcast? That's crazy. Yo, a year's worth of potting. July 25th. Years more to go. Hey, yo, that's, that's Christmas in July. Yo, episode 52, a year worth of potting. Here's my gift to you, Christmas in July. Oh, my God. And another gift is the last interview that we'll be conducting for Heart of the City. And in Heart of the City is August 5th. I don't know what that got to do with anything, but it's coming up. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, man, I got the dots for you. You just got to connect them. Okay. Bars. Don't give him his flowers. That's real crazy. Why? Because it... You just hate men. Hey, shout out to you guys. Apple Podcast listeners, Spotify listeners, Google Podcasts, YouTube viewership. Thank you. Hey, shout out to all our potties. Yes. All if right? you want a new name, put it in the comments below. Yeah, if you want a new name, 
please want a new name. Voters. <laughs> Vote for a new name. <laughs> Give suggestions for a new name. Please. But with that being said, we're out of here, y'all. My name's Santino. Lauren. Jimmy. Bye-bye. Jimbo. Peace. Peace. Well, I know not Jimbo. <laughs> <laughs>